And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a brand new week in Major League Baseball, which means you're listening to the one place that can tell you everything you need to know. And not only just Major League Baseball, but the gambling futures, the market, everything you ever could want right here in one place. Welcome to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio with you every week. And sitting in. For our normal host, Ryan Horvat, who is still enjoying himself a quick little break. He will be back with us on Friday, but sitting in the one and only, my co-host for Bet for the Cycle, which you can check out on the BetQL Network live four hours every Saturday during this Major League Baseball season. He is the incredible, the incomparable, the basically greatest hair in the world, with the exception of Super Mario. Ladies and gentlemen, the Rob Brown. How you doing, brother? Why do you sound so formal, Cody Decker? Is this your is this your like I'm pretending to be a grown up because it's not the weekend voice? Kinda, kinda. Fair no. Also, I I always go in like announcer mode whenever I introduce things. I do this on Beth for the cycle. Stop pretending I'm someone different. Every single time I start the show, I'm big, I'm bold, and then then we just start making fun of Mario for three hours because that's what we do. I, uh, I I will say for those of you that have not listened to Bet for the Cycle Saturdays from 1 to 5 Eastern Standard Time, you should this Saturday specifically because this weekend, Cody Decker's intro, outro voice will not be formal, my friends. It will be, oh, so much better. It will be, may I call it, the cream of the crop, ladies and gentlemen, and I can't wait. Hi, Cody. Great Hi. to be with you on a Monday, buddy. It is great to be with you on a Monday. You and I never get to talk to each other during the weekdays, so this is pretty exciting moment for us again on yeah, Bet for the Cycle. You guys a, don't know about it. It's just a text thread between me, you, and Mario making fun of him the whole time. So it's uh, it's a nice change of pace. It is. It is, and we we'll, we'll pretend to be a little bit more classy on this Monday morning. But I guarantee you, by segment three, this is going to be on a full on gong show, just like every single Bet for the Cycle turns into. But hey, let's go ahead and talk about weekend baseball because we had some great weekend baseball. Let's let's first start by talking about who we think the team of the weekend was. And for me, it's two teams. And it's an obvious two teams. And let me take that back. It's an obvious two teams when I say this on the National League side because the Dodgers were the team of the weekend. They were the team of the week. The Dodgers are on fire. The Dodgers are no longer bored. The Dodgers are beating up on everybody. It seemed as though... Them letting the Cubs take the lead in a couple of games was just like a nice little gift. Like, here you go. Here you kids go. Oh, you, that was fun. Okay, now we're, now we're going to beat you. And their run line happened every single game. Uh, and Saturday uh, was a crazy game. Sunday was just a barrage. It was like a 20 total runs scored in that ball game. Dude, the Dodgers. Um, are we back to finally saying the Dodgers are the actual best team in baseball? Because I do think they're better than the Yankees. Yeah, we've gone back and forth on that a lot. And I think we've gone back and forth on it because we all expected the Yankees to be good, but the Yankees have been damn good. We all expected the Dodgers to be historic, right? I think that's what makes this story so interesting is that even at 56 and 29, winning nine out of the last 10, obviously just shellacking a bad Cubs team to get to be team of the weekend. It's still not what we thought the Dodgers were going to be. And, and and even if they go 18 and two in the next 20, they're still not going to, because we thought this team is going to be an all-timer. And, and you and I, I think both think they still have the potential to be 
a team that we are talking about for years, right? Like now, whenever we talk good teams, everybody goes, well, they're not the 27 Yankees. There's a good chance that down the line, we might have a, a, a grandpappy who's a kid now going, well, they're, you know, they're not the 22 Dodgers. You know, drives but me nuts. Why do we always say like the 27 it. Yankees when the greatest season of all time was the 2001 Mariners? I know they didn't win a World Series, but they did win like 119 games. Let's talk about the 01 Mariners from now on when we're talking about unbeatable teams just because they don't have any championships. Get out of here with that. But yeah, the Dodgers currently 56 wins right now. 56. That's that's a lot of wins before the all-star break. And they're going to, they're going to obviously before the all-star break hits, they're going to have over 60 wins. Like this team is just a juggernaut and the close second place. Uh, they're eight games back. The Padres and the Padres are not bad. They're they're 49 and 38. They're 11 games over 500. And they're currently not even in striking distance of the Dodgers. They're currently what they have one of the wild card spots. Uh, they're also, let's see. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, they got one of the wild card spots are up two and a half games on that. The Padres are three and seven in their last 10. So they're not playing great baseball, but the Dodgers nine and one in their last 10, unquestionably the team of the National League. However, the American League side is not what we probably would have expected to say. Hell, at the beginning of the season, we would we were not expecting to say this team's name in a positive light ever. It's the Orioles. Oh, yeah, though, Baltimore. How about Baltimore 8-2 and two in the last 10? How about Baltimore on a heater? Granted, still sub-500. Granted, still 18 and a half games back of that division. But they're fun to watch, at least for now, yep. question mark, I guess, is the praise we're going for here. You say 18 games back of the division. I'm not looking at them for the division at this point. I think we legitimately... Need to start considering Baltimore as a potential wild card team because even though they're last place in their division, and they are 18 and a half games back of the Yankees, they're two games, two games out of a wild card spot behind the Blue Jays, who have not been playing good. They are one in nine in their last 10. I mean, dude, we 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 were joking at the beginning of the season about taking a sprinkle on the Orioles to win a division because the odds were so ridiculous. I'm sorry, we were we were we were joking about doing that or we did put $6 down at 10,000 to 1 because if the Orioles win this division down 18 and a half Cody Decker, I'm going to be a very rich man. I got a problem for like, like Brian from the office baby. Okay, I get what you're saying, but you have to hear what I'm saying. The chances of them winning the division are zero. Zero. There are better chances. And I mean this truthfully, the chances of them winning the world series are so exponentially better than them winning this division. It's crazy. You'd be, we'd be better off on taking a flyer on the Baltimore Orioles to win it all than to win this division. Cause them winning this division would take a plane crash. Basically. There's no way this could happen. It's not possible. No, I listen. It was, it was, it was, it was a joke. Everybody take a deep <laughs> breath. All right. Everybody relax just a little bit. Uh, another fun to watch play the rest of the division. Look, the Yankees are five and five in the last 10. They've slowed up a little bit. They've also had a couple of games that they've had Aaron judge sitting with some calf issues. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton has sat with uh, what was it? An ankle, an ankle issue. So, and you and I have said every week, like we expect the Yankees to be good until the injury bug flares up. I'm not saying 
it has these look like more R&R, little rest for the boys than it seems like a long-term impact. But here are the Yankees at 500 in the last 10. The Red Sox, a team that, uh, you know, I know you're, you you said White Sox. I said Red Sox is my most arguably disappointing team in the first 33% of the season in baseball. They came storming back. They got within a handful. I mean, excuse me. They got within a, uh, within a wild card spot. And now they're falling back a little bit. Baltimore all of a sudden, and I know Cody Decker is a huge Adley Rushman promo fan, but the O's are playing good baseball, man. They are. They are. And I hope Adley Rushman plays well. Let's be real clear. I'm not anti-Adley Rushman. I hope he honestly kills this. I do. Again, my problem with Adley Rushman, because I really want to make this abundantly clear to everyone. I'm getting tired of everyone saying that I'm anti-Adley Rushman because I simply am not. I'm actually a fan of Adley Rushman. I just want people to stop telling me that players are doing things that they are not currently doing at all. However, will he do it? Yeah, I think he I think he will. I think I think Adley Rushman's going to be a star. I think this I think this Orioles team is going to be a force to be reckoned with in years to come. And they have a pretty damn good front office and minor league system right now coming up. I, I have a kid that I've I've known for a couple of years in their minor league system, shortstop, uh, Daryl Hernaiz, supremely talented kid who's gonna hopefully get a shot in the big leagues in the next five years. This is a, this is an interesting franchise in a tough division. But as we sit here and say, look at the AL East. I, I don't know if this is so much about how good the AL East is or how down the rest of the American League is. Because just understand this. Looking at the AL West, it's the Astros and the Astros alone. The Mariners are playing great baseball right now. They're 9-1 in their last 10 games themselves, but they're 12 games back. So they are not, not in any way, shape, or form going to be winning this division but they can get a wild card spot in fact they are currently i believe sitting with one of said wild card spots the guardians they're two games out of a wild card spot so there's no one right as of right now we got one american league central team that's going to make a playoff spot and quite frankly that's what it's going to be at the end of the season you're getting one al central team it's either going to be the White Sox, Guardians, or the Twins. Twins have not been a real first place team. White Sox, supremely disappointing. And I think the Guardians are going to go away and finish the year around 500. The West is interesting because the Mariners have a shot to get one of these spots. But going over to the East right now, the AL East, Yankees, obviously, playoff team. Red Sox, they have two and a half spots up on the wild card. Rays, they're up a game on another wild card. Blue Jays, they have a wild card. Mariners, they have a wild card. They're tied with the Blue Jays. The Orioles are two back. They're two back. Everyone in the East is in striking distance of the playoffs. We could get a complete AL East playoff. And you know what's amazing? I'd rather get an AL East playoff than anyone from the AL Central. You know what? Bench the AL Central. No one gets in. Sorry, America's favorite baseball player, Tim Anderson. I love you, uh, Tim Cody Anderson. Decker, Cody Decker has squashed the. Uh, no, I look down the rest of the. And here's the thing: like, I I almost wanted to take offense a minute ago when he said the Mariners are a dozen games down. There's no way they catch back up because I asked that question when the Atlanta Braves were 13 and a half games back of the New York Mets. Now they're a game and a half off the pace, and they did it within one half of the season. The Mariners have more time. The problem is, the problem is the Braves are really good and we're chasing down the Mets. The Mariners have been recently above average and are chasing down 
a surprisingly good here, but a surprisingly good Houston Astros team that a lot of us thought the age and the loss of guys like Correa was going to bring them back to the pack. Nope. So I initially wanted to take offense by you of all people, a Seattle proper himself to say the Mariners can't get back into it. Uh, but you're right. Yeah. No, no. I think they can get to the playoffs. They can't win this. Here's my caveat. And this is why I'm going not torpedo what you just thought about last year's Braves team, because it's not a torpedo in any way, shape or form, because you do make a very good point that the Braves did come back and take over those Mets. But I'm looking at this way. 2021 Mets are right here. 2022 Astros are somewhere up here. Um, we we knew basically how we're talking about the twins right now is how we were talking about the Mets during this time last year. We kind of knew they weren't that real. And the moment DeGrom went down, you, we were just counting down the days before the collapse began. Uh, this year hasn't been the case. H however, this Astros team, they are just, in my opinion, too real for the Mariners to catch up on. But I still think the Mariners are a playoff team. I really do. If they can continue the, this, the, everything on paper has it down that this team should, one, make the playoffs, and two, be successful in the playoffs. Look at this offense, and they're all finally hitting. The beginning of the season, none of them would hit, and all of them were pitching terrible with the exception of Logan Gilbert. Robbie Ray is Robbie Ray again, guys. Look out. In fact, I might be taking a flyer on Robbie Ray's Cy Young futures. You know why? Because at this point of this season, his stats are actually a lot better than his stats were at this point of last season. Last season when he won the Cy Young, and now he's rolling. His last three outings, has he given up, what, one total run? Maybe almost 27, 30 Ks during that time? He is looking like the unbeatable Robbie Ray. And I can't stress this enough. I have faced both versions of Robbie Ray. One version that's terrible that you can absolutely hit, that throws a lot of balls and walks a lot of guys, and the Robbie Ray that is unhittable unhittable he came to me looking on a cutter that i didn't even know he had which i'm pretty sure he didn't have it just happened to cut 17 inches the guy is so good ty france so good by the way ty france all-star snub what do you think uh it's close it's a it's close, close one yeah i think there are bigger snubs there were like four or five guys i put right there on the list of snub i don't think he made my initial cut but i could be talked into saying yes what about I got my I got my snub of the year right now. Who do you have? It's not Ty France for me. Who's your who's your all-star snub? Before I tell you, I'm going to ask the question: are you one of the dudes that said Freddie Freeman got snubbed? Yes, but he's not my he's not I got other snubs that I think are higher on the list. But you got you have to realize that Freddie Freeman got snubbed. He's in like the top seven for MVP. As is like Bryce Harper, but Bryce Harper even on the IL and he got picked. Um, so there's my little problem with that. But outside of that, I mean, it's kind of hard to give it to him as a starter. That's for sure. But snub, ah, I got higher ones on the list. Can I guess? Yes, you can. Has this individual won you multiple prop bets against our hating ass producer on Saturdays? I've taken them. I've definitely taken him and and some of those bets. Has he won them for me? He's definitely won me one against him, but he he's he's a guy that you and I talk about a lot on Bet for the Cycle. How about that? Are you are are you giving Dylan Cease the snub title? 
I am not. In fact, wow. Dylan Cease is on my list. He's on my list. In fact, he's like number two or three on my list, but I have one higher. He's pitching tonight. Carlos Rodon? Miles Michaelis. Miles Michaelis. Deserves okay. to be an all-star. Okay. Miles Michaelis is my snub of the year right now. Miles Michaelis has a 2-5 ERA. Miles Michaelis needs to get some respect put on his damn name. Miles Michaelis is the reason the Cardinals are even in the position they are in. He's been incredible. He's been incredible. Put respect on that man's name. Vote him in. That guy needs to be an all-star. He had, you, uh, I was going through the, the list of pitchers because there's no shortage of them that seem to pop up on Saturdays that you and I consider on our let's make Mario embarrass himself bet list that we put out every week. Um, Michaelis has had two phenomenal Saturdays that were both attention grabbers, right? Right, like two gems that we got through the second one, and both of us went, This guy's having a for real season right now. Uh, and those numbers stacked. Those numbers have stacked. So I don't I don't hate that one at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's my that is honest to God, my snub. And that's with Dylan Sneeze. I mean, see Cease on there, you know? Like, what can I say? No, no question about it. Um, guys, we're gonna take a quick little break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna do a little prop off between both me and our man. And of course, Mario is gonna be uh, probably chiming in saying some things about Hunter Green because he just loves Hunter Green no matter what happens. He loves Hunter Green. More props right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL.